guys, this is Olivia and Daniela. And this is the 20-something woman podcast. I love it. <laughs> That's well, cute. Yeah. Well, anyways, if you can't tell, this is our first ever episode, or Yay. whatever you like to call it, segment, whatever it may be, of the 20-something woman podcast. We just came up with that name. Literally, like, five <laughs> minutes ago. Like, no joke. But I feel like that's very on par for what we're trying to do here, just very organic conversation. That's so true. Um, one of the biggest reasons why me and Olivia wanted to do this podcast together is I feel like we just always have such good conversations. This is true. This and it's just true. natural. It just bounces off of each other. <laughs> Um, so we were just like, I texted Olivia, I was like, I just feel like we should record it, because I feel like these conversations could really help somebody out yeah. there. Even if it's helping just one person, yeah. it's a win. Oh yeah, A win's sure. a win. For sure. I can't tell you how many times we've been going down, driving up to the mountains, and mm-hmm. we just spend two hours in the car, and we're just talking about something that could be really valuable to somebody else, so. Mm-hmm. We might as well put it to use. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> and to our point, that's why I love this Friendship. Oh. <laughs> and that's going to be our first talking point. <laughs> so that actually is going to be our first episode. Um, me and Olivia are just going to be talking about um, our friendship, the journey <laughs> that has led us to where we're at, um, the ups and the downs, the mm-hmm. very downs. The way down. Um, but now the way ups. Yeah. So... I don't know. I don't know how to really start this. If you want, you can kind of, like, give background on our friendship, how we met, and everything, so. Okay. It feels like I'm telling a love story. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of are. (laughs) You kind of are, in a way. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Okay, so, me and Danielle met, well, okay, actually, let me back up a little further. So, I was best friends with Danielle's cousin in high school, and I always knew that Danielle existed, and she knew I existed, (laughs) and we wanted to be friends for the longest time, but... It just hadn't happened yet, and then we went off to college, and um, I was looking for a roommate, and so was she, because she was moving into Charlotte. So I had posted on my Instagram, like, hey, looking for, you know, girls that need a roommate, like, trying to find a place. And she slid up, and she's like, hey, girly, let's be roommates. <laughs> and so basically, the rest is history. So we obviously became roommates, and then um, we lived together for a year. And then, what happened? COVID hit? COVID hit. Then COVID hit, so obviously that kind of, like, blew everything out of the water, mm-hmm. and um, so fortunately we had one year to live together, which mm-hmm. it could have been more, but, you know, anyways, um, so then, yeah, we were, like, just doing our own little thing for a while, mm-hmm. and just still hanging out all the time, and going on trips to the mountains, and the lake, and you name it, we did it, pretty mm-hmm. much, um, yeah, okay, so now I'm getting lost. Now I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> well, we kind of have seen each other through a lot of different life phases. Yeah. I mean, like, we met each other, you know, when we were single. When we were, Well, we mm-hmm. met each other whenever we were, like, what, 18? Yeah, 18. So, you know, we were single. Then we were dating. Then Olivia got married. Olivia mm-hmm. got married super young, by the way. Olivia got married yep. at 19? No, 20. 20, 20. 20. Still she really got married young. at 20, <laughs> which is still super young. Um, but yeah, Olivia got married at 20 and I got married at 22. So we both got married super young. young. But anyways, we've seen each other through all the life phases, the single life phases, you know, when mm-hmm. we were down, when we were down bad, when we were up, mm-hmm. all the things. Um, when we were honestly, like I would say I was an, I was an unbeliever. Mm-hmm. Um, I was definitely not walking with Christ. Yeah. And I was no, I mean, like I called myself a Christian, but really I wasn't really, I wasn't practicing mm-hmm. it at all. Like I was going to church with my family and stuff, but, mm-hmm. and like, I remember one thing that stood out to me when I was living with Daniela was like, um, uh, like her and our other friend Bree, like 
were like, oh my gosh, like you're such a good Christian. You always go to church and blah, blah, blah. Like we look up to you so much. And in my heart, I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't want them to look up to me because I don't do enough. Like I'm definitely not walking with the Lord like the way I should be. Mm-hmm. And um, that, I mean, like when somebody looks up to you, but you know that you're not where you're, like where you're supposed to be, it's kind of like a gut-wrenching feeling because yeah. like you feel like, you know, you're kind of responsible for where they end up, which yeah. is not true, but like you can't help but have like a sense of that. Yeah. But um. Yeah, now I'm getting off track. But anyways, <laughs> we'll make another podcast about that. <laughs> yeah, we can do another thing about that. But yeah, no, so it's just been a long journey. I mean, I do remember Olivia waking up on Sundays and I would be like, what the heck? Like, I, I always envied it because I didn't really know, like... I was really mad at God for a long time, so I didn't really know what, like, a relationship with him was like, and I just saw Olivia, like, and from the outside, it looked like she had, like, a really great relationship with him, mm-hmm. and I guess I kind of wanted that, but again, at, long story short, both of us were just not walking with the Lord, Yeah. Um, and now we definitely have given our life over to Christ, mm-hmm. um, we're trying, you know, we're trying to follow him with reckless abandon, trying to do all the things we're called to do, um, so definitely in, like, different, completely different life phases and mindsets Mm -hmm. than when we first met. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, that being said, that we were not walking with the Lord, like, eventually led us to a part in our friendship Mm -hmm. where it just kind of tanked, and we weren't friends for a while. I mean, when we say tanked, like... Like, we literally did not speak for a year. Like, (laughs) y'all, like, I was supposed to be a bridesmaid in her wedding. Yeah. Like, that's how bad it was. And it was bad. And I think, like, the reason why I say that is because you have to understand, like, how far gone it actually, like, how it seemed. Yeah. Um, Yeah, for us to not talk for that long. Yeah. Like, we were both, like, knew it was, like, really far gone. Mm -hmm. And we just had not, I guess, like, appreciated what God had given us. And obviously, like, we both were not, like, really walking with the Lord. So that was, like, a huge, huge, huge factor factor. in just, like, the way that we treated others and including each other. Yeah. And so, I mean... And now, obviously, like, we're making this, so we're friends again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and like, the Lord has, like, completely restored this friendship, yeah. which is, like, amazing to me. Like, it's just, like, beyond anything I've ever experienced yeah. because that was something that was so painful for both of us. And it's something that he's, like, completely restored. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's completely back to... It's better than it was before. It's better. Yeah. Like, it's so weird to say, like, I never would have this would only be possible with Jesus. Like yeah. this is such a God thing. It's actually insane because like I remember whenever so me and Olivia we didn't talk for a year. Mm-hmm. Um and I remember Olivia reached out to me after about a year and y'all I just have to give her major credits about this because she reached out after a year of not talking and just like completely put her pride aside and she made the first move to apologize to me, um, which, like, I remember, like, it was just a random day. Mm-hmm. I literally had just gotten out of the shower, and I saw her text message. I was like, my heart just sunk. Yeah. But long story short, she, you know, she apologized to me, and it was the weirdest thing. Like, a lot of times, like, I felt like I kind of enjoyed, like, confrontation before the Lord, and, like, I held on to grudges a lot. Um, but with the Lord, like it, I was able to just like completely cast that off. Like mm-hmm. there was, when I say like no resentment, like yeah. the first time me and Olivia like met up again after not seeing each other for a year after like avoiding each other. Cause we also work together. <laughs> 
so that was another thing yeah. like we worked in the same place and uh, like we were just avoiding each other and it was really really bad yeah um like really horrible. really messy just not good <laughs> it was like um, an absolutely horrible breakup it, it was felt like yeah. it, it actually like a did me and Olivia both told each other like we were like <laughs> we were I mean we were honestly like miserable like it did feel yeah. like a piece of us was just missing that whole year and yeah. I think there was just like a lot of hurt a lot of like just feeling like you're missing kind of like a piece of you mm-hmm. um so yeah but it was yeah. crazy like I remember like getting out of the car for the first time seeing Olivia <laughs> and I, we just like I just started crying and we just hugged and like yeah. when I say like there was literally no resentment like even after everything like right. everything that we put each other through oh yeah. like you know I mean we told you the extreme like we were supposed to be you know bridesmaids think all the things mm-hmm. do all these life phases together and there was just no resentment like at that like, point it was like over we were the, like, that we, I don't think either of us, at least I didn't have any intention of being friends again, you know, I just kind of thought that's yeah. how it would be, and then I can actually, I think it was actually February 27th, because I have, a sermon is kind of really yeah. what prompted me, I had already been, like, prompted by the Holy Spirit for, like, a few months about reaching out to her, and then I heard this one message, um, and I wasn't, wasn't even at church, I was literally just watching online, mm-hmm. so February 27th, I believe, is the day I finally just was, like, putting my pride aside, and I was like, okay, you're gonna just do it, no matter what she says, honestly, I was fully, like, expecting her to just be like, I don't like you, don't talk to me, like, you know, we're not friends, like, we do not have to mend this, but because of the Lord, because the Lord's hand was in this, instead of just our own personal feelings, that's not what happened at all, mm-hmm. um, But one of the things that, like, really stood out to me um, in that message that kind of was like, okay, yeah, that was, like, my final sign from the Lord was that people are not the enemy. The enemy is the enemy. Mm -hmm. And that, like, that still sticks with me, like, to this day. Like, anytime I feel like um, with anyone else where I feel like I have maybe an issue with them or just they bother me or whatever, I just always go back to that, that, like, what is it, this phrase, I guess, you know, people are not the enemy. The enemy is the enemy. You know, Mm -hmm. he's constantly trying to destroy things that are good. And I think he saw that, you know, if Danielle and I had really put the Lord first in our friendship, that it could be really good. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, now we're sitting here, like, making a podcast trying, you know, to help other people out in maybe a situation that's similar or anything anything else that comes up in their life. But, like, that that really hit home for me. So that was really kind of what pushed me over the edge to like reopen that door. And the things that God has done with this friendship already has been amazing. Like it's only been, you know, since February and it's what August. Yeah. And it's just like, it's absolutely completely like healed, healed. Yeah. And better, (laughs) better, way better because because now not only do we just have normal life stuff to talk about, but we have, like, the greatest thing in the world to talk about, mm-hmm. and that's Jesus. Yeah. And that has completely changed our friendship. Because yeah. now we have, like, we already had deep conversations before, but now there's, like, a whole other depth to them. Because yeah. now we're not just being, like, you know, trying to figure out why certain things are happening to us. It's like, okay, yeah, why are certain things happening to us? But God must have a plan. That's yeah. why these things are happening. And I think it's really cool, too, because, like, now, like... In our friendship before we were following the Lord, like, whenever one of us was going through something, we were kind of just, like, quick to be like, oh, that sucks. Or, like, yeah. you know, we'd make, like, depressing jokes and mm-hmm. things like that. And, like, now, like, it's just crazy because 
it, the difference in like how we are able to like uplift each other and spur each other on and like mm. actually to like an end goal now. Yeah. Like whereas before it was like, mm, that sucks. Like yeah. that's just life, you know. But like now that's we're true. like, no, like listen, like the enemy is trying to have a seat at your table, and mm-hmm. you know you have to do this, this, and that to help. And like it's just great because we have another level of like accountability to like yeah. actually help each other live like a, a better life. Yeah. And like I saw this verse today actually. And it said, um, it's first Peter five, um, 10. And it said, and after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Mm-hmm. And I think like that was something that really stood out to me because I mean, me and Olivia not being friends did cause like a lot of suffering. Mm-hmm. I mean, it did. I it mean, definitely did. We were each other's kind of comfort person for mm-hmm. a long time. Um, and it felt like, I mean, like she said, like a breakup. And so, you know, we had the sufferings, we had the super lows and I'm just like wondering, you know, what the outcome of it would be. Mm -hmm. And it just got completely restored. And now we have these amazing stories to tell of just like his grace and his, and his healing. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. It's so true. I know. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy to think about like where we were and like where we are now Mm -hmm. because at the time it seemed so bad and it was like, it was so hard on both of us that, I mean, at least I was, I was like, what is the point of us going through this? Like, why, why is this happening to us? You know, Mm -hmm. like we loved each other so much. Yeah. But why would we be going through something this hard? Yeah. And basically seemed like completely friendship ending, you know? And, and I think the, the beauty in that is that, like, we suffered for a while, but <clears throat> suffering, like, puts into perspective, like, what you truly have. Yeah. Because when you're going through that, that hard, that hard part, you're wishing for the good times, but when you come out of it, if it's in the Lord's will for you to have that person back in your life, mm-hmm. he can make it so much more beautiful as yeah. long as you put him first. And which is, like, what we were talking about, too, about different friends for different seasons Mm -hmm. and I think me and Olivia have like a whole new understanding of that because in the time that me and Olivia had you know split ways and all of that Mm -hmm. we just genuinely like we loved each other so much but we couldn't understand each other yeah like we literally no matter how hard we tried we had so many talks and like cries Mm -hmm. about it before we we ended our friendship of like we're trying to understand each other but we just couldn't understand each other because I was in a completely different phase of life. I mean, I had kind of knew, you know, I had accepted the Lord into my life, but that's not an overnight process. Right. And that's not an instant, like, okay, nobody's ever Christian of the year, but obviously, like, I was not instantly strong in my faith um, Mm -hmm. once I accepted the Lord into my life. So there's a lot of growing and a lot of, like, you know, actually putting work in to, Mm -hmm. like, change and, you know, be better. Yeah. Um, So I was in a different place in my life. I mean, I was um, still technically single, Um, Mm -hmm. and like, you know, I wasn't married, you know, all these things. So, you know, there are a lot of things where Olivia had growing pains of, you know, being newlywed and, you know, her life looks different. She can't, you know, just randomly like pick up and come hang out with me. You know, Mm -hmm. at that point you have to ask your husband to hang out and, (laughs) you know, all that. And that was something that was just so foreign to me because I... I, I, would, I would just think, like, no, like, just come hang out with me. Like, you don't have to ask permission. Are you kidding me? Like, but, like, if you actually truly respect your partner, like, that's something that you do. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that's, like, and now, like, you know, 
it was just perfect timing because whenever Olivia reached back out to me, I was dating my now husband, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it was getting to the point of, like, yeah, like, he's gonna propose soon, and I was getting in that mindset of, like, okay, like, I really respect this guy, and so now I, like, realized, like, okay, like, it wasn't as easy for Olivia to do these things, and blah, 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 Mm -hmm. and then I'm sure there's other sides where Olivia understands, too, and just through the Lord that she understands my perspective a little bit more. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so, I just think, like, there was a lot of wisdom that just came out of that hurt that we would not have gotten otherwise. That's so true. And it would have constantly led to a disconnect. Mm -hmm. Whereas now we just have this, like, amazing understanding of, like, seasons of life and being more gracious in those seasons of life. Oh, yeah. So, like, now, like, you know, me and Olivia, like, we'll have plans to hang out, but something will pop up that's just genuinely, like, life happens. Like, you get busy and, like, you don't get mad at people for that. Um, And, like, you know, I see it now even with my, like, I was in a phase whenever me and Olivia got back to being friends where I had a lot of single friends. So I was feeling the same, you know, growing pains that Olivia was feeling in that time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being like, oh, you know, they're doing all these things that I can't do and, you know, all that. And so it's just, but in that, because of me and Olivia having that experience, I learned to not be mad at them for it I just learned like okay well in this season I need to lean a little bit more into this person or need to lean a bit a little bit more into this person and God gives you friendships literally for that reason yeah like it's not you know this person's your bestie and forever and ever like he gives you these great people that love you in your life so you Mm -hmm. can lean on them in certain seasons and they can pour into you and give you the knowledge that you're needing in that season because they've been through it so I think it just ultimately it was just like perfect timing because now me and Olivia we just connect on a whole new level yeah Um, for sure we're able to give each other like the wisdom we bounce off of things we've been learning and ways to help our marriage and (laughs) you know life planning and all the things so yeah, I definitely think, like, obviously in just our friendship alone, like, it's just leaps and bounds of what it was before, yeah. but just in general, like, it teaches, that taught us a lesson of, of like she was saying, you know, when other people go through different life phases that you're not in yet, it's it can be hard to watch them because maybe it's something that you want, yeah. but you know that in the Lord's timing, like, you're gonna, mm-hmm. gonna probably have that, you yeah. know, and and just being great, more gracious, gracious with people because, like, one of my best friend from high school, she, you know, just had a baby. And so that is a whole new arena that I'm not in yet. And yeah. so, you know, obviously she can't respond as fast or whatever. Yeah, you, you think know, you she don't has have a, time right. when you're married, but whenever you have a baby, it's yeah, like another It's level. a whole other level. Yeah. And so just being understanding with, with people, at, like, your friends as they go through life and they yeah. just, like, encounter new experiences and whatever it may be. But, um... Oh, I just lost my train of thought. Well, I think it just (laughs) taught us to be a lot less just taking things personally and just extending grace and extending the love and mercy that we're literally called to be here for. Like, I think on both sides, if me and Olivia would have been a little more forgiving and a little more gracious and a little, have a little more mercy towards each other, Mm -hmm. um, we probably would have still been friends, but there was a reason why we didn't have that. I mean, the Lord knew that we needed that season apart Mm -hmm. to learn and to grow. And honestly, that pushed me forward in my own Christian journey, pushed me closer to him in that season because I learned what forgiveness was like. And ultimately, it bled into other areas of my life, not Mm -hmm. just with Olivia. It bled into forgiveness with my dad, with my family, with, you know, past relationships, whatever it might have been. It led into forgiveness for those things, too, because once you do it once, it's a lot easier to do it (laughs) again and again. I think once you have a full understanding of, like, what forgiveness is, you look at life and people a lot differently because... I, like, I've talked to people about this friendship and what the Lord has done, like, between us, 
And they're like, yeah, no way. They don't, There's they no don't, way. Yeah. Like, you have to have some bit of resentment towards her yeah. or whatever it is. And I'm like, no, I truly don't. Like, it is, it's not something I could have done on my own. Yeah. It's something that only the Lord could have restored and healed. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what he did. But unless you're in it or you've had an experience like that, you probably won't fully grasp yeah. it because... It's, it is really hard to understand something like when somebody does you so wrong or yeah. whatever the situation is to, to fully like accept that yeah. they're not a perfect person. You know, we're all human. We're all sinful, mm-hmm. but that the Lord can do something beautiful through that. Mm-hmm. And some people, they just can't, they, don't they can't grasp it. They can't wrap their mind around it. And I could not in, until that situation happened, mm-hmm. I, like right, you know, up until uh, like, I want to say a couple months before I texted Daniela, like, I still couldn't wrap my head around it. I was like, no, we're never going to be friends again. Like, that's, that's it. This mm-hmm. is the end of it. Like, we're not probably never going to talk again. And then the Lord was like, oh, well, I actually have other actually, plans. Yeah. So we're going to see. Girlfriend, yeah, yeah. In. yeah, exactly. Buckle <laughs> up because you're totally wrong about yeah. that. But I'm really glad that he was able to, like, show me that and, and like, all the things that I've learned just from this friendship alone yeah. and, like, where it has gone is is just like incredible yeah and there's still people who come up to us and like they're like there's no way like like you said there's no way like I couldn't like I remember um I'm in a bible study at my work and I told people about like the healing that Mm -hmm. had happened and honestly only one person Mm. in that room was like that like, I believe really, you. Yeah, like, yeah. I believe you. Yeah. And, like, you can be a Christian and still have a hard time wrapping your head oh, around yeah. that because maybe the Lord hasn't taught you that yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's something that you still struggle with. Maybe forgiveness isn't something that he's, you know, walked you through yet. Maybe yeah. he's working on some other things. Maybe he has a different priority for your life right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that season, me and Olivia obviously just really need to learn forgiveness, and the Lord taught us that. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, and this is not a sign to, you know go back into some person's life that you're not supposed to oh, be yeah. with. Like, I think, like, this could be misconstrued of, like, oh, mm-hmm. you need to, like, you know, be best friends with everybody who, you know, you're no longer in connection with and things right. like that. Like, this should not be misconstrued. There are definitely, you know, levels of discernment that come along with it. And, oh, yeah. you know, you will know if it's from the Lord or not. Mm-hmm. If you're, you know, in the Word and you're trying to get to know God and all of that stuff, if you're actually practicing, um, you will know if it's from the Lord or not. Oh, yeah. Um, so this is not a sign to, like, you know, take somebody back into your life that was genuinely not good for you mm-hmm. or, you know, that you're unequally yoked with and things like that. You have to be careful with who you're, like, super, super close with because it yep. will, I mean, affect your relationship with the Lord. So yeah. it's not a sign to, you know, go back with every person you've ever, you know. I mean, if they've had a change of heart, then yeah, yeah. for sure, go for it. But you know, if they're still, you know, living in the world and things like that, probably mm-hmm. wouldn't recommend. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, I 100% agree with that yeah. because I can definitely see how people c- could take this and just be like, oh, well, I, I think that it's from the Lord, yeah. you know, and then just run with it. And then they're, they're going and entertaining conversations with people that were like, God tried to take them out of their mm-hmm. life for a reason. You know, you have to, you have to look at the fruits like, for me, like, yeah. I, one thing that I just knew, like, Olivia, whenever she apologized to me, she also mentioned about how the Lord had been working in her life and, like, mm-hmm. the things that were happening in her life, which are crazy, mm-hmm. which will probably have to be a whole different yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, but Special it was just... Of Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it'll probably have to be a whole other podcast, but it was some crazy stuff, and, like, I just knew, like, through all of that, like, the way she was talking, I was like, man, like, the 
the Lord has done, like, crazy work here. Oh, yeah. Like, he has seriously, like, came and, like, penetrated her heart in yeah. that time of darkness. So, um, you're gonna know, and, like, bad company will corrupt, um, corrupt good character, mm. um, and that is the last thing you want oh, yeah. happening. So, just have discernment, um, you know, obviously, don't just automatically let anybody back into yeah. your life. And, and if you're unsure, I guess just, I think my biggest piece of advice would be just, take it very slow, you know, yeah. and it, over time you'll be able to see their real character come out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I'm not going to lie. That was something I was worried about. And I'm sure yeah. she was too, you know, like, is this going to end up the same way it was before, mm-hmm. you know, and just being very cautious at first. Those are human thoughts. Though. Right. Exactly. They're human yeah. thoughts. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I think that over time, if, if it's from God, like you're going to get a sense you're going to get a sense of it, you know, yeah. like, because if it's truly like different, like how our friendship was, it's going to feel completely different than the first time around, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, and also another thing is like everybody's story of forgiveness is not going to look this crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I mean, sometimes true. you have to forgive without an apology mm-hmm. and sometimes, you know, you're not going to rekindle a friendship and mm-hmm. have that again. But that's, that's also because that is what the Lord wanted for your life. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, you never know what that reason is. I mean, that's kind of like the beauty of his, of his, the way he works, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I mean, sometimes you also have to forgive without a, without a. An apology. That's so true. that's something to keep in mind as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what we got, I would say, unless there's anything else, any any other references you want to make or Um, I think I do want to reference one more thing from that other yeah. sermon. Um, this, this sermon was by, um, Roger Archer, by the way, and he came and preached at my church, which is Freedom House Church. Mm -hmm. Um, that was back in February. Um, and the, the title of the message was Jehovah Rapha, and it means the God who heals us. Mm -hmm. Um, and so obviously this whole message was about healing. It was about physical healing, emotional healing, spiritual healing, Mm -hmm. all that. So he went through all of those, um, and obviously the, the biggest thing that stuck out to me was that thing I um, said earlier was the people are not the enemy. The enemy is the enemy. But um, he also went through um, how, how God can reverse our wounds. So when we have wounds, we nurse them and we curse them and we rehearse them. And that was another thing I wrote down because it really stuck out to me. And it's like, and then it said, but God reverses them. Like he reverses all those, all those wounds, no matter what they are. And that was like, at the time I was suffering more with, you know, like an emotional wound. Mm -hmm. And after hearing that, I was like, if that's really true, it's worth a shot, you know, because I had already been contemplating, um, reaching out to her and like rekindling the friendship and just seeing where it would go. And like, after I listened to that sermon, I was like, okay, yeah, definitely. This is definitely something, a sign from God, because I had been praying for a sign because, you know, sometimes I can just get in my head and I'm like, oh, should I just text that person? Or, Mm -hmm. oh, should I do this or that? Or whatever it is. And I kind of talk myself into doing whatever it is, or maybe doing whatever it is. And it might not be from God at all, but this was something I had had prayed about because I was so unsure, but I kept felt like feeling like a tug on my heart to, to reach back out to her and, after hearing that message, I was just yeah. like, yeah, this is, this is some serious stuff. Like, yeah. that's a serious sign. Like, it's basically straight up telling me, mm-hmm. reach out to her and just see where it goes. I mean, that's what it's for. It's yeah. a guideline for our life, the Bible. Like, it's crazy, like, how freeing it is, too. Yeah. Like, God does not want us to be at, you know, any kind of 
having any kind of ill will towards mm-hmm. our brothers and sisters. I mean, he put us here to do life w- together. And, yeah. like, how could me and Olivia call each o- ourselves believers mm-hmm. and Christians? When we can't forgive some of that sin against us. Yes. And somebody who is... Lit- we literally are supposed to have the same goal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have to do the same steps to get to that same goal. We want to get to yeah. heaven, and we want to bring people to heaven with us, right? Mm-hmm. But if we're at... If me and her have, you know, we're beefing, like, how are we going to do that properly? How are we going to, yeah. as Christians, yeah. accomplish that mission of, you know, loving each other and doing what the Bible commands us to do? Yeah. It would have been impossible. Yeah. So, again, like, that's just encouragement of, like, you have to forgive. Yeah. I mean, you have to. Like, it will hinder your relationship with the Lord so, so, so much. Oh, and yeah. what we're your your mission on earth is so. yeah actually I want to touch on that real quick because that was I kind of forgot that that was something I was struggling with was I was not going to church very frequently and then my husband and I went through a big medical thing which I won't get into now but um that obviously did push us back to church but one of the biggest reasons I was like refusing to go to church was because I was afraid of running into Daniela because I thought mm-hmm. she was going to my church now and and I know for a fact the devil was using that to yeah. keep me out of church because he knows if he can keep you away, crazy ways he can he can have full control of you. Yeah. Um. And then another thing that you said was like you, the Lord does not want you to be like tied down to these like these um, what's the word? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, these grudges. That's oh, what yeah. I was thinking. Okay. These grudges. Um, and that was actually something else I wrote down from that sermon is you are not destined to be bound. You are destined to be free. Mm. And that was something I thought about a lot. I was like, man, holding this grudge is taking a lot out of me. Like it is so taxing on your mental health to hold a, like to really, truly hold a grudge against somebody and, and just like have bitter feelings in some, for someone in your heart. Like it is so draining. And, and like, I, I am not that kind of person normally, and so to have something that was weighing on me that much, that much for that long was so taxing on me. Yeah. So that was just another thing is, like, we're not destined to be bound. We are destined yeah. to be free. It was one, I think, one sermon I've that I've heard um, at my church that's just always stuck with me was we were going over the Ten Commandments, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not murder, thou shalt not lust, whatever. Yeah. Um... But the way that, like, we take those so black and white. Like, yeah. okay, murder is, you know... You killed somebody on killed the street. Somebody, like, taking <laughs> someone's life, you know? Right, right. Or stealing is, you know, actually, like, you know, going to a store and, you know, taking a, a good, a product. Mm-hmm. But, like, it is so much deeper than that. Mm-hmm. And one thing that really stuck with me is, like, you can commit murder to somebody by just hating them. Yeah. I mean, you are... I mean, you can murder somebody's happiness. You can kill their happiness. Yeah. So, like... I would like to think I'm not a murderer, mm. but if I sit here and I say, oh, I hate that person. Yeah. Or I hate this person. You've already murdered them in your heart. Yeah. You've already completely just, like, disposed of that person in your heart. They're mm. dead to you, right? So, like, you've already committed one of the ten, like, what we're not supposed right. to do. <laughs> right. You've so, already broken um, one of the ten commandments. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, like, crazy. I mean, I think we could go on and on about uh, we definitely <laughs> forgiveness. <can>. We'll probably <laughs> have to do a second podcast on this. But yeah. just closing thoughts is, like, nothing is too far for the Lord if that it's is so in true. his will. Yeah. Um, and, like, you know, if, if this weighed heavy on your heart, if you feel like you are at odds with somebody um, and you both are trying to do the right thing, yeah. 
and you know it is and, and the enemy is using that to keep you out of the church and to mm-hmm. and he's putting like heavy thoughts and horrible thoughts in your heart if you have those kind of thoughts you probably need to get right with the lord and you probably need to talk to him about it mm-hmm. i mean you, you you probably need to do some serious talking with him and yeah. you know ask him if that's what he wants you to do yeah um maybe it's not rekindle that friendship but i would say it's probably definitely at least apologize or forgive somebody if, yeah. if you were wrong. So And another quick thing is you can still forgive someone without even having to talk to them. Yeah. That was one thing That's I was true. going back and forth with was like, can I truly forgive her without speaking to her or apologizing or whatever it was? Mm-hmm. And I ultimately came to the decision that, no, I had to, I had to yeah. talk to her, you know. And sometimes you may just you might never talk to that person again, but you have truly forgiven them and the Lord can work in that way as well. Mm -hmm. You don't have to always have that conversation with that person because sometimes they're not going to be in the same place to receive that. Mm -hmm. And, and that might end up making you feel worse and And making them feel worse sometimes. Yeah, it's so true. So that's another thing too, is like, you know, really, if you just go to prayer about it and are in constant prayer about how should I forgive this person? What's the best way? God will give you a sign. For yep. me, like, I had already really been thinking about talking to her, and he sent me that sermon. Mm-hmm. And that sermon was hitting every mark, that uh, every box I needed, needed to check off in order to, like, reach out to her again. So that being said, if you can, if the Lord wants you to forgive somebody without having to reach out to them, he might have that but yeah. in store for you. But, you know, you might also have to reach out yeah. to them even if you don't want to. That might be what the Lord's calling you to do. So mm-hmm. just really listen to what he's trying to tell you and just be open to like the signs that he'll send you and just kind of, I think he'll give you a gut feeling of, you know, this feels like what needs to be done, you know, but well, cool. (laughs) Well, that was officially our first ever episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll be probably doing one of these, um, maybe once every other week, something yeah. around there. Yeah. Um, we're going to be pretty consistent with it. Um, but yeah, we're super excited to do this. Super excited to take on this journey mm-hmm. together. Yeah. So yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye.